Welcome to Strive Tribe. This is your host, Devin Gonzalez, bringing you another dose of motivation, personal development, and of course, of all things, mindset. If you're new to the tribe, um, you're in for a treat. If you're a returning listener, it's fantastic to have you back with us on this ongoing journey. Um, Today's episode is dedicated to a tool that can catapult you not just on your fitness journey, but in every aspect of your life. But before we go into those um, that topic and really go into it, I wanted to start off a little bit differently than normal. I wanted to talk about this in the beginning of the episode. Normally, you know, we kind of talk about it at the end or mention at the end. Um, but this is important to Nick and I both, and we are here to have a positive impact on as many lives as possible. You know, and I don't know if you know what I mean by having an impact, but if you're not sure, make sure you go check out the episode titled Ripple Effect. I believe it was about two episodes ago. Um, And in trying to have like a positive impact, we're here to discuss your problems, right? The problems you may be facing in fitness, in nutrition, in mindset, or any area of your personal development journey. But to do so, we would love, you know, if you guys keep sending the DMs, keep sending the emails and letting us know what topics you want to actually talk about. You know, you can send DMs to my personal account, um, to Nick's account, um, to the Strive account, you know, or even to send it to our uh, email. And all those are in the episode notes as well as in the show notes, all those uh, contact links and contact points. So, um, you know, we're here to help you on your journey. And we can only do that or better do that knowing the problems you guys are, you know, facing. So I want to thank all of you that have been submitting the questions and topics that we've been putting out. And to the rest of you, we'll look forward to seeing your guys' topics and your guys' questions after this episode. Also, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, subscribe to our channel, as well as, you know, if you guys want to see some of the episodes on video, we do have the YouTube channel. Again, the link is in the show notes. And you know, make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast streaming platform, as well as leave us a, an awesome review. All right, but now let's get started. So today, the topic I wanted to talk about that, you know, I was saying it was going to catapult you in not just your fitness, but in any aspect of your life is we're going to go into and dive deep into scheduling your day, time blocking. Um, maybe conducting a time audit and understanding how these strategies can supercharge your productivity and increase your efficiency, which will lead to incredible results for yourself, for your business, for, or your career, for your family, whatever the case may be that you need to implement these strategies on. But let's kind of talk about before we go into the strategies, the importance of time management. You might be thinking, man, Devin, why is a fitness podcast, you know, going over time management? But here's why. Discipline, consistency, and efficiency are all the cornerstones of both a solid fitness regimen and a well-balanced life. Time management, you know, helps 
identify what's important. It pushes you to achieve your goals and it gives you the freedom to spend the time doing what you love to do, be it working out, reading books, you know, spending quality time with loved ones or, you know, doing whatever you like to do in your spare time. So how do we gain the mastery over time? The first crucial step is understanding where your time is currently going. And we can do this through that thing I was mentioning in the beginning called time auditing, you know, or, or doing a time audit. For example, have you ever reached like the end of your day and wondered, damn, where'd the time go? Of course you have, because we all have, you know, you felt like you were busy and working on important things all day. And when it's time to go home, all of a sudden you wonder what did you actually get accomplished all day long? How did the time get away from you? And if you want to figure out where that time actually goes, not just in work, but in, in life, you know, in your free time, when you plan on doing, you know, a bunch of different tasks or chores or whatever, and they never get accomplished because you tell yourself you don't have enough time, this allows you to kind of see where your time is actually being spent and actually make your day a little more efficient. Um, but simply put, a time audit is keeping track of what you do during the day. You'll want to track your time over a period of, let's say, a couple days. If you want to do a whole week, by all means, so that you can get a better idea of how you're spending your time. This way, you can look it over and examine and analyze how you're actually spending the time versus how you truly want to spend your time. When you track your activities for a week or more, you can pinpoint what kind of types of activities take up the most time, you know, especially the most of your time. By knowing where your time's going, you can start to identify opportunities where you can be more efficient and increase, you know, your productivity on the important tasks. And in doing that and increasing that productivity, it can make you feel, you know, a lot happier because you're staying on task. You're completing the projects that you told yourself you're going to complete. You're getting to actually get the things that are stressing you out because they're not done yet finished before you would actually normally finish them and prolong on doing them and wait before they actually become a stressor. Because all of a sudden you procrastinate a task and you're doing all these little little things, you know, and and all of a sudden you're like, damn, I gotta have this done in in you know a day, or you know, damn, we have to go, we have to leave already, and I was gonna do all these things. So now that allows you to actually analyze where are you actually spending your time, whether you realize it or not. And there's many ways to conduct, you know, a time audit. But let's, let's kind of talk about a few of like the simple steps you could start following. Um, determine how you will track your activities. And then you're going to determine how and how often you'll be reminded to track your tasks, like time periods. Then you're going to analyze the data that you've been tracking and determine where you can improve it. And then plan and prioritize 
your actual tasks that are important to you instead of just sitting on the couch and eating bonbons and, you know, scrolling through uh, Instagram. But when you're tracking your daily activities, at the core of doing this time audit, you're recording the work that you do throughout the day. There is no right or wrong way to record your activities. Your method can be as low tech as, you know, writing everything down with a pen and paper, or it could be tech savvy and, you know, you could start using a time tracking app or website or software or on your computer or phone, you know, whatever is comfortable for you and is the right method for you. So whatever floats your boat, but don't worry about writing all the detailed descriptions for each task. So now you're spending time trying to write down your time, right? So record the basically like the overview of the task and the time period that you worked on it. For example, email and then basic time, you know, and then you could also set alarm reminders to record your tasks. Like for if you want to, you know, record what you accomplished in an hour, every hour. Uh, if you want to record your tasks every 15 minutes, every two hours, you know, it's up to you. But realize the longer period that you set to track your tasks, things can slip under the cracks. So I recommend probably doing it within the hour and seeing how much you actually get done each hour. Because you can get a ton done in an hour if you actually were focused on it. So set that alarm and actually, you know, have yourself be like, okay, cool, damn, what did I get done? Shit, I've been on Instagram for the last hour. You know, damn, I got I started swiping down or I went down the YouTube rabbit hole. Um, but the world's best and most sophisticated time tracking software won't do you any good if you don't actually look at it. Even if you have incredibly great memory, the chances are you will probably get busy at some point and forget to record your activities for one of those time periods. So you need to determine how you will actually remind yourself to record that data. If you always have your phone with you, all you need to do is set an alarm for on your phone and, you know, just throw it in your notepad. If you're on your, if you spend most of your day on your laptop or your desktop or something like that, like your computer, you know, create an alarm that makes a sound or a, a visual, like a little pop-up alert and let you know it's time to record. But make sure that when that alarm goes off, you're not like, okay, I'll record it in a minute or I'll record it in you know, a little bit, and then all of a sudden now you forgot, and now it's two or three alarm clocks that have gone by, and you haven't recorded shit, right? You want to be honest with yourself, because at the end of the day, no one's going to be looking at this but you. So the more honest you are with yourself, the more honest your results are going to be, and the better changes that you can actually implement. So when determining how frequently you're going to set your alarms or record, you know, also kind of look at your days, you know, how many days are you going to actually try to do this for? Um, and think about your day and, and if you're busy and you're in meetings for the first morning, how long are you actually, how long are your actual meetings? Um, you know, and set it for that kind of time interval. But if, for example, let's say you, you're at work and your work is pretty much the same every single day then you may not need to record your work tasks 
for several days in a row. You may want to record, you know, your work days like every other day or spread it out because otherwise you're gonna be recording the same things if you're getting the same task done each day, each shift or whatever. But for example, you could record all the work that you do on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you know, for the first week and then on the next week, maybe Tuesdays and Thursdays, see if there's any pattern changes. But after you record all this data and stuff, the main thing is that you're actually analyzing it and looking back at it, right? Determine where your time is going. And you can do this not just at work, right? So your time audit could be the drive, including in the time audit could be your drive to work, your drive home from work. And then what does your day look like once you actually get home from work? You have to also realize what is your goal for this time audit? Is it to increase your work output? Is it to increase your and grow your business? Um, is it to spend more time with family? Is it to, you know, find out where you can actually create content? If you're an uh, influencer, you know, is it, is it you telling yourself you don't have enough time to work out? So you're trying to figure out if you actually can schedule it in somewhere. Um, but either way you need to analyze after you recorded this or else it doesn't really do you any good. After you're looking at all your activities that you've recorded, um, look at the items that you often do during the day, you know, that you see on your time audit more than once. For example, if you recorded like 10 or 15 minutes looking at an email every hour, then that activity is taking a significant amount of time that could be used on other work. Place your activities into, you know, different categories and you can categorize it how you, how you want. You can have, you know, one category for very important. You could have one for like kind of important and then one for not important at all. Um, you can put it into four categories. It depends on how you want to do it and structure it, but start to categorize your tasks. And then after you have categorized all your tasks, make sure that you're realizing, are you just doing the not important task or are you actually getting the important ones done first, or are you kind of just pushing that important one down the line? But I know some of your unimportant tasks might be important in a given day or, or meeting or whatever. So, you know, there are exceptions to the rule kind of, but it's one of those things where again, you're the only one that is going to be honest with yourself or lie to yourself. So just make the, the rankings of your importance, you know, how you see fit, you know. But while you're planning and prioritizing your day, now that you've identified what's important, what's not important, what is kind of important, make a plan that will prioritize the most important tasks first, eliminate those activities that will keep you in front of your priorities keep you in front of the things that are, keep you progressing. You know, begin by defining what your ideal day should look like. This audit is gonna help you prioritize your time, yes, and be more productive, yes, but also it's to make sure that you're not creating unnecessary stressors in your life because when we prolong tasks that are actually important tasks that need to get done, then we wait to the last minute for 
us to try to complete them and then it starts to stress us out and your work isn't one going to be the best when you are stressed and then two you're creating a hormonal imbalance because your cortisol levels are going up and all this stuff because of your stressors when in reality you could have knocked this shit out but you decided to you know go on instagram every morning for 15 minutes you know or or you might have been on you know on the phone talking to your your friend or talking to your loved one just to talk to them when you knew you were just prolonging getting the things done don't use time audits to as a way to increase your workload but instead use them as ways to find a way to minimize your distractions and activities that keep you from completing the most important tasks of your day. You might be surprised or even a little startled to see how much time it is actually being spent on activities or things that you never thought took so much of your day. The audit's gonna provide a clear picture of your time expenditure and help you identify areas of improvement, right? And to make those areas a little bit better. Just maybe it's a small tweak or maybe it's cutting a task that is pointless out. But let's take another practical look and a practical scenario, for instance. Suppose you're spending time, like three hours a day, you know, scrolling through social media and that's three hours not in one sitting, but three hours combined. That equates to 21 hours a week. Now imagine if you could redirect that fraction of time each day of three hours towards an activity that is going to truly add value to your life. That's an hour, an extra hour at the gym. That's time invested in meal prepping. That's time spent with, you know, your loved ones, your kids, you know, that's time you get to do your, your favorite hobby. But once you've done the time audit and you've categorized your, your tasks and stuff, you know, now start actually scheduling those tasks into your upcoming days. And then now you can look where those empty time blocks are, you know, for the hour here, 30 minutes there. And now you can start scheduling and set aside time to slot for, you know, the tasks that you want to do when you want to do them, right? You can block times for the tasks that need to get done around maybe you know, like spending time with the kids, it might not be at the most ideal time for a task because it might be conflicting with a task. But now you can move that block of task time around so that you can, you know, engage with your kids or go to your kids' soccer games or whatever the case may be. But like, for example, like you might block out 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. for a morning workout, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., breakfast and getting ready, and then 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., driving to work, you know, and now you can plan it out that way, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., um, work on project XYZ, you know, this strategy aims to reduce your cognitive load that comes with switching between tasks after task after task and kills your productivity. But the thing is you have to be consistent with it as well. Cause now that we've talked about like the groundwork, we got to talk about the execution. And as with any new habit, the trick it, the trick isn't just to start small and maintain, it's being consistent, right? And so you want to start small, maintain that habit and stay consistent with it. And you might begin just scheduling one part of your day 
So let's say your morning routine or you know your workout time, once you're comfortable with that, then you can gradually start scheduling in more. And then let's remember the ultimate goal is, isn't to pack on as much possible into your day. It's about optimizing your time, focusing what truly matters, and carving out the time for what enhances your life and what fills your cup. Because time, honestly, guys, it's the only resource that we can't get back. You know, so I know we've talked about power lists in previous episodes, but maybe we'll do another episode on like creating a power list um, because that's one way you can kind of work your scheduling in as well as creating your power list, your five tasks for the day. Um, but you know what I want you guys to do is I want you guys to message us. What are you guys currently doing? You know, how do you guys manage your time? Have you tried, you know, blocking off time and time blocking? Or have you done a time audit? What are the strategies that work best for you? You know, so that maybe we can dive into it a little bit and talk about it for, you know, someone else and help someone else. But, you know, I honestly, you guys, I hope that helps. And I hope that opens up your, your mind a little bit in the sense of, you know, helping you grow on your personal development journey. But... That's it for today's episode, guys. I sincerely hope it was insightful. It gave you some practical strategies to master your time. Remember, it's not about just being busy. It's about being productive. It's about striving for greatness and making every moment count. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Strive Tribe podcast. And then one time, uh, one more time, guys, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform um, and leave us a five-star review and then you know leave us uh, a little comment. Until next time, guys, 